I'm Daniel Levine, and this is Rarecast. Teenagers and young adults with chronic and rare diseases are often acutely aware of how their conditions make them different. That point can be made painfully clear by classmates and others who may avoid or bully them. Filmmaker Lisa Headley and behavioral therapist Michelle Kupfer, both mothers raising children of difference, created Difference Diaries after a chance meeting. Through short films made by young adults with chronic and rare conditions, they're working to, as their tagline says, inspire, teach, and engage. We spoke to Kupfer about Difference Diaries, its origins, and the impact it's having. Michelle, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about the Difference Diaries short documentary films made by teenagers and young adults who have rare or chronic diseases, talking about their day-to-day lives. But before we talk about the films themselves, I I thought we could start with you and your co-founder, Lisa Headley. She's a documentary filmmaker, and and you're a behavioral therapist. How did the two of you connect? Well, it was... uh really quite random. We were, uh, I grew up in Florida and Lisa is now living there and we were walking on the beach and just started talking. And it was one of those moments where you just kind of click with somebody and we just clicked and we started talking about all sorts of things. And one of the topics was we both quickly discovered we both have a child with a difference. Uh, I have a son who has had a brain tumor and he's a survivor and she has a daughter who has achondroplasia. And both of us were really quite frustrated. The kids at, uh, were teenagers, are t- uh, little, now young adults, and we have gotten incredible care medically, but have found that transitioning to more independence and the psychosocial issues that go along with kids that have a difference is very complicated and very difficult. And we weren't finding a lot of resources or or help. So we decided to do something ourselves. And it was sort of one of those perfect mergers or marriages with Lisa being a documentary filmmaker and me being an educator and psychologist. We figured what better way to get the attention of young people than what they like to do, which is through media. Well, how did you go from that, that first meeting to creating Difference Diaries? Well, a lot of hard work and a lot of commitment. Um, we started with, Lisa uh, started the Children of Difference Foundation 20 years ago when her daughter was born. And it's a foundation that supports film and education that has to do with children and difference. And so they were the ones who said, you know, this is a good idea. We'll, we'll, we'll start. We'll help you out. But it was really Lisa and I that did all the work ourselves. We did everything from laying out a plan for uh, the, the actual films, doing the films. We, I, I'm here in New Haven at Yale University, and we were, were very lucky to have students who want to get involved. Um, so we really just started that way. I've been writing grants. We get some funding through grants. And our big goal with this is not just to make films and have a voice for these young people, but we've written an educational platform, a teaching guide, 
our eventual goal and that we're working towards is to continue making films, but really to get out into the schools, get out into the community, get out into the hospitals and doctor's offices so they can learn and and uh, help what is going to help these kids, resources, talking, all sorts of uh, really just education. Well, it, it seems like you're, you're trying to do a few things in creating different diaries. Are are the kids themselves the, the subjects of the films, the, the filmmaker? So we have two different ways of doing it. Whenever we do a film on a on on a, a student or a young person, we give them a camera and they go off and they do their thing. We, we give them a few guidelines and we ask them to film as much as they can in different situations. And then we interview them. And then sometimes we spend a day with them and we follow them around. Uh, we do all the editing and put it, put it together, but they are in control of what, what they filmed. Uh, we also have students and young people do films themselves and send them completely done to us. Lot, these kids these days, they all have phones and they make these videos really quickly and easily. So we will accept any film that's done without us and the ones with us. Well, from, from the point of view of, of the subjects of the film, the filmmakers, what are you hoping they get out of this? Well, we really did it for two reasons. One, for the student or young person who actually has a difference and for their friends and peer groups that want to learn how to relate better to them. And it, it's a little bit on the same level of sort of the anti-bullying theme because a lot of kids with difference and not everybody with a difference looks different. They just feel it inside or they, it's hidden by a disease or by uh, uh, a d depression or an emotional issue. Uh, so we really want to educate people on both sides. For the filmmaker themselves, we want to give them a voice a stage to express themselves that and, and across the board, they really just want to get across that they have the same hopes and dreams that their friends have. They just might have to go about it a little differently. You actually use the tagline, inspire, engage, teach. Who, who's the intended audience and what effect were you hoping that these films would have on that audience? The intended audience really is school-age kids, college kids, medical students, uh, doctors, teachers, parents, siblings. We want to get across that having a difference, it, really what is a difference? Because everyone's got something. And we really want to get across that it's okay to be different and it's okay to talk to people who are different. I'll give you an example. When my son went off to school, he went from going to high school where he had to go to the nurse every single day because they would not let him have any independence in terms of taking his medicine. He goes off to college and it's like, oh, you know, you do what you want. And he walks in with a whole boatload of medicine and his roommate, just his eyes were just bug-eyed and saying, oh my gosh, what do I, what do I do with all this? I mean, what if he gets sick? These are drugs that a lot of people want to get their hands on in school. How do I, can I ask them a question? It was, there was no, nothing in place to help these guys understand that, you know, it's okay. We, we can, we can talk about this. We can get through this and you can actually help. Well, why do you choose to focus on young adults? We chose to focus on young adults because the transition from adolescence to young 
adulthood is extremely difficult when you have everything going for you. And then you put in a difference, it really becomes uh, even more difficult. Today, the statistics are very clear that kids with chronic illness are delayed with social interactions, with finishing school, with finding a job. Uh, we've gotten really good at getting the, keeping these kids alive. But we then they go out of pediatrics, they go into young adulthood, and they are lost, and there's not that guidance for them. And therefore, then they drop out, they become isolated, they they don't have uh, they don't have a an idea of how to help themselves become more independent. So, what kind of guidance do you give the makers of these films? Are there parameters they need to fit? So usually with each film, we pick sort of a thesis statement on what the, the, the student would like to come across and what we see that we could really pull out in terms of what will be interesting. So one would we're doing right now about uh, a girl with diabetes who we started before she went to college and now she's filming through that first bit of being away from home. We did a film with a young man who's HIV positive, and it was all about his transition from going uh, with the state with medicine because he was uh, adopted, how he has to become independent at 18 because with all his medicine and what that involves and telling people that he takes this medicine and he's got this disease that can be uh, completely contained and he can live a healthy life, but he has to be uh, it, he has to share that with anybody he's with and um, and be able to feel confident about that. So we usually, and, and, and it's been amazing. Every film we've done, the young person who we have filmed has expressed how important this was for them and how what a growing experience it was for them. Uh, the boy we filmed who has hemophilia was a graduate student and learning to become a teacher. And he had said he had never really talked about it. He didn't talk about it with his students. He's kept it really quiet. And until one of his students came up and said, you know, I have diabetes and I don't know how to tell anybody. And he really felt this bond to this kid. And, he, and through making this film, he became an advocate in his school for all these young, young kids. He was in an elementary school that wanted to talk about their difference. So it was a real, a really incredible experience to witness and for us and for him to experience. One of the things I found striking about the films I've watched on the site is how filled with personality they are. Is that important? You know, it, it, it is important. However, it is amazing how you can film anybody and make it look, give them personality because they, everybody has their own story. And we did a, a film, Elise, who is very, very quiet. She had a tumor in her neck, so she can't talk loudly. She can't move quickly. And a couple of people said, you know, I don't know. She might not be the right person because she's, you know, she's quiet and she, she, she doesn't talk a whole lot. And yet, when we started filming her, and when she started talking, this light lit up, and it was an inc she 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 surprised herself. She surprised everybody, and it, it was the first time she felt she had a voice. What would you say makes a good difference diary? What advice would you give to someone making a film? 
I think the advice to, to anybody who wants to make a film about themselves or about a friend uh, is to really just be yourself and to express what the, the good parts about their lives are and the difficult ones, to be honest. Uh, we really want, uh, and it's not so easy when you're 18, 19, 20, to really dig deep and be honest about how you feel. And that has been liberating. And I think once kids are willing to do that, then, and, and to ask for help, saying, it is hard. I, I don't know if I can go to school. I, I don't know if I can get a job. I need some help. Uh, that's not usually in a teenager's mind. Uh, most teenagers think they can do whatever they need to do. But with, with kids with chronic illness, they, they have a different approach. They have a different way of thinking because they've gone through so much. And they, they do know that they have to think about it more. Um, so honesty really is the key to uh, making a good film. With the film on each page, you also have text that gets some background information on the specific disease that the, the subject of the film has. Why do you do that? So our eventual goal is not only to give a lot of information, but we would like our site, differencediaries.org, to not just be a teaching guide, but a resource. We want to be people to be able to go on and say, you know what, I, I want to get some answers to specific questions, like what schools are available that deal with kids that have a rare disease? What jobs might be a better fit? Where can I go to help uh, get a resume done? These are the things we want to eventually connect also on our site. So we start with just some really good medical information. Yeah, the web is an, an amazing tool. You can go and you can get a million different facts and information at very, very quickly. But it's not, there's not a whole lot in one place. And that was one of the frustrations Lisa and I both felt that we, we could find things, but it was very difficult. And we wanted to make it all on one site. So that, that is why we're, we're slowly but surely increasing our uh, refer referral base. We want to do many more um, more informational uh, guidelines. Well, you also have a, a short film competition. This is the inaugural year, and you'll announce the winners in December. How does the competition work, and why why have you chosen to do that? Well, we want to get kid, young people involved without feeling that we have to make their films. We want kids to send in their own thoughts. We also have a a written blog where they can write in. Not everyone likes to be on film. Um, but the idea really was to encourage everybody to send us a three, four-minute clip on what their difference is, what their friends are going through, what a family member might be going through in a creative way. And it does, you know, these kids are just amazing, again, with these phones and making movies. And it doesn't have to be a professional uh uh, film. It can just be an expression of how they are feeling. Well, as you mentioned earlier, you also produce materials for educators to use the film as a way to spark discussion about differences. What do you hope people walk away with from that experience? How would you hope that changes people's perspectives? So our goal with the educational platform is to eventually have this part of the curriculum, both in uh, middle and high school, but also in colleges and medical schools. And our goal is what we what we would like to do is have the same groups do it twice a year, have this program 
every six months and keep a record of what their what how their feelings change in hopefully a positive way in terms of being to to be able to communicate better with someone with a difference to not make fun of in middle school and high school it's a big bullying problem and the, the teaching guide deals a lot with that for more acceptance uh, I was working with a little girl she was young, uh, elementary school, it, with a very, very rare disease, and she, she was in a wheelchair and couldn't talk, but she certainly was a bright little thing and communicated on a board. Uh, but her classmates stayed away from her. They didn't understand. They didn't, they were scared. So we had her make a film at home, just her mother filming her doing the things she does at home. And when the kids saw that she plays with her dog, she eats her favorite food, she watches SpongeBob, they were like, oh, oh, okay. And we, we, we worked with them to help the, the class communicate with her in a more effective way. And it was amazing, the change for this girl who really just wanted to be included. And that little thing changed a lot for that entire class. Michelle Kupfer, co-founder of Difference Diaries, which is on the web at differencediaries.org. Michelle, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information about rare disease and to connect to the rare disease community, go to globalgenes.org. To keep up on the latest news and trends affecting the rare disease community, be sure to visit raredaily.org. You can subscribe to the Rarecast RSS feed through raredaily.org or through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast manager. The Rarecast is produced for Global Genes by the Levine Media Group. You can also find our podcast, The Bio Report, on these popular podcast sites. Our theme music is composed by Jonah Levine and performed by the Jonah Levine Collective. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note at danny at levinemediagroup.com.